Welcome to Brand Me. I'm Preston Conrad, and this is the podcast about doing your own thing, whether it's building a personal brand, maximizing your side hustle, or making the most of your every day. I use this idea of building your brand as like building a theme park. Every person that comes into your realm is being immersed in your theme park. Hey, everybody. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how you can use Reels to grow your personal brand and find some success on Instagram. I am joined by Brett Shuford. He is the host of the Creative Visibility Podcast and creator of the program of the same name. He's also half of the Instagram brand Broadway Husbands, so you may recognize him from social media. Really fun chat with finding success on Reels, how to use it to fuel your personal brand, and um, Brett's just an overall sweetheart. You'll love this episode, so grab a cup of coffee, and here is Brett. Hi, Brett Shuford. Hi, Preston Conrad. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I can't get over your tech equipment. You look amazing. (laughs) You sound amazing. Thank you. No joke. (laughs) (laughs) Taking some time to figure it out, but yeah, we're here. We just had a quick pandemic to figure it out, and you clearly maximized that time. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) How's everything going in your podcast world? You know what? It's great. You just were a guest on mine. We're swapping here. And if anyone wants to hear some of the beautiful things Preston shared, come take a listen. But uh, it's good. You know, I started my podcast not too long ago. And, um, and I really find it to be the best medium. I mean, it's just, I can show up consistently, which I, you know, have a YouTube channel and it's just easier, right? I mean, it's just easier. And I feel like people are more candid when there's not like a bunch of cameras and stuff rolling, you know? Totally. And I love your podcast. I got to squeeze in a few episodes before we've recorded together. And I just, it's very approachable. I feel like I'm listening to one of my buddies talk. I Great takeaways. So I urge everybody to listen to Brett's podcast, which we're going to talk about. And as part of your larger business, Creative Visibility, But how does one go from theater to entrepreneurial to, because what you've built for yourself, I think is a really timely and really important as a lot of people uh, are realizing that maybe they don't want to sit behind a desk or maybe they do, but when they leave the desk, they want to enrich their lives by doing their, what makes them really smile. And I think you're taking totally, you know, advantage of people's desire to do that. So how did that happen? I think, you know, I think that, I understand. I know you relate to this. Like I need to be creative. That's just a part of who I am. But when you get into these environments where you're making money for other people. So, and I'm talking about Broadway, like Broadway is this commercial entity and it was my lifelong dream. And it was this thing where it's like, okay, I made it to Broadway. I never thought about my life past that moment. Yeah. I literally was like, okay, now what? <laughs> I know. I Is no that a clue. common thing? Is that a common thing that Broadway performers will, will, will say to themselves or Broadway actors will, will like all of a sudden it'll hit them? I think it is. I think it is because, well, I think people, you know, they're very driven in general. Yeah. You have to be to get to that place. Yeah. But that's why you see those people. Okay. Now I need to originate a role. Now I need to get a Tony award. And then that's when they move to LA. You see the same sort of patterns, you know, yeah. they're seekers, they're seeking. But the thing that I started to realize was I really don't love working for other people. <laughs> <laughs> <and me> both. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> I'm making all this money for you eight times a week. I'm breaking my back. And, um, yeah. and it's, and if I could direct this show, if I could write this show, I would do it so differently and it would resonate in such a better way. And I had all these things that would just frustrate me so yeah. much later on in my career. I just felt so powerless as an actor and I also kept thinking about a lot of these young people who were driven to get to that place in their creative lives and how disappointed they would be once they got there because they would realize they're just a cog in a wheel. And how can I help them find out like, yes, you can still do a Broadway show. I loved being on Broadway. I would be on Broadway again if, if the opportunity comes. But Broadway became my side hustle. This, like working with people, creatives, coaching them, creating content, that became my job and probably became the side hustle. And Mm. some producers just could, just can't stand it. Like they just, they want to have all the control. And I think that's a really interesting thing when you kind of get into the corporate world and in general is, is that idea of like, you don't, they don't want you to have a presence. They don't want you to have, you're not as important as the business or the brand that you're working for. And I just don't think that's true anymore. I think we all like the internet has changed everything. The pandemic changed everything. And I just want to help as many people, especially queer people step into roles of visible leadership and know that they can make money doing what they love and be seen and be known. Yep. And it, it's a, it's a world where we can do that confidently and safely because there's people like you, there's people like me that exist. It's even such a smart thing you just touched on too. Um, in like in current state of the world, like even when I'm on TikTok or something, I'll see someone who's like CMO at H and M or whatever, be, have a huge presence on TikTok. And back in my day, I'd get in trouble for being on social media from by my employer, right? And it's like I had to limit myself, limit my outputs because my job was the keeper of the keys to me, which was weird. And I think we're in this time where a lot of people are like, well, no, you're just renting. I don't, you don't own me. You're just renting. And I also have all these other rooms that I rent and I do this on TikTok and this on this. So it's a great time for you to help all these people kind of draw that out a little bit because i think people totally. are like, cool how do i do it <laughs> yeah and i think that's ultimately it i think there's so many actors who are not at least in my from where i come from you're asking about coming from theater to where i'm at what i learned is that there's so many people who go through bfa programs ba programs and they know zip about running a business they know yep. nothing about entrepreneurship and they especially with social media there's a lot of like shoulds they think they're supposed to have a present they sh- presence they should have a following they should have all these things and how to like get rid of the bs and just like how do you just make art and create and put yourself like make your social media an extension of who you already are in a way that feels authentic and know and trust that by doing that you'll make money you'll book work people will hire you because they know who you are you know, totally. And you do that primarily through, you do coaching, you have courses. Um, what is the kind of the most requested, like if someone's newly discovering you, they're like, Oh my God, this is the key to my kind of unlocking my personal brand. I did Broadway for this long. I did X for that long. What's the number one kind of thing that people come to you and ask you from the jump? Like, 
Is it about what they should do next? Is it about how to do their logo? Like, what what do you see most? Yeah, you know, I always say like branding, logo, colors, stuff like that. That is like most people jump to that because that's the fun, juicy stuff. Like, like that's the stuff the we thing. like. It's and yeah, it's, but it's also yeah. the stuff that you see. Like, it's the yeah. thing that most people think of businesses because it's the only thing they see. And there's yep. all this stuff that you have to do before. So my whole my whole premise of how I teach personal branding really is it can be fun. There's a lot of people out there who teach branding and marketing and social media stuff that it it's very by the numbers. And as yeah. an artist, like I not, I could care less about numbers. Like I want to connect. I want to entertain. I want people to feel something, you know? So I use this idea of building your brand as like building a theme park. Every person that comes into your realm is being immersed in your theme park. And the more specific you are about the experience you create for them, the more fun they're going to have. And I use Disneyland as this, as a map I use because it's the original theme park. And I use this idea of like, you can't get to the castle, which is your vision of what you want without walking down main street and main street USA is Walt Disney's past. It's his, it's everything he valued. And so basically Every person that comes into your theme park, your brand, your your experience has to know your values. They have to know what you stand for. You got to know your own stories and own those stories so that they can then get into the park and like experience the rest of, of all that you are. And so I use that. And I, so I have this thing called the imposter to influencer map, which is how I, I help heard people you talk move. about that. And people can download it, right? Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love that, by the way. Love. Thanks. 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 Because like, it can be fun. It can be just as fun as going to Disneyland. And, and the analogy works really well. So the whole, the whole course that I have is called the creative visibility program is really takes you through each land of Disneyland. And this method that I came up with called the create method to kind of unlock and then create habits, because really that's all social media is. If you can create a habit, just like flossing or brushing your teeth, it it just becomes part of an extension of what you're already doing because everything is content, everything. That's why it actually leads into what I want to ask you um, next about, but it's so true. And I say to people, whether it's clients, friends, or family members I'm helping with their um, social is that I find my followers... Uh, and audiences in general to kind of be like a really cute puppy, like that demand routine and demand um, repetition and kind of know what to expect from you. Like you're going to be a bright spot in their day. You're going to inform them. You're going to educate them. You're going to show them something new. You're going to show them how to do dinner and then take them somewhere on the weekend. Right. So like yes. you have to give them that, 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 that routine to look forward to like the morning people thing with me. I literally was just saying it all the time. And then it became a hat and then it's in my store. And now people, if I don't say it, they're like, you didn't say it. Is everything okay? I'm like, Oh my God, girl, sorry. I just was busy like <laughs> this morning, but um, I'm glad that that's part of your um your course and your map because it's so true these routines um is really a key to success on social and a, a part of social that i want to i'm actually genuinely curious to ask you about is that i think should be in this disney world of yours is reels and yeah. i'm struggling on reels you are not you are having a blast and i I'm providing some really in 
important information about monetization and best practices if you just in looking at your content talk to me about like finding your voice on reels and what you think of it and um let's hmm. dive into it a little bit yeah i okay i if, if you follow me on instagram and this is probably the first thing most people do ask me about is reels um because, is it really because most people find me because of reels now because i've had so many go viral at this point um that I've had people come to me and be like, what, how are you, what, how, where'd you get this audio? How are you doing this? Like, there's so many questions. And, and ultimately I find I, for some reason reels is where I'm drawn. I think I try, I did, I did give TikTok a really, really good try. Um, and I still do a little bit of TikTok, but I found for me, and this is what I teach people is like, I was already on Instagram. I like Instagram. I don't need yeah. to go move over to someplace just because everybody else is. And yeah. once Instagram came out with reels, I was like, cool, great. I, I don't need to Done focus deal. on TikTok. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. like really own this. And I think the number one thing this, and this is for anybody who wants to be a creative is just to, to be willing to fail be yeah. willing to do some crappy content, be yeah. willing to make a reel that sucks and yeah. leave it up and move on. And I think that that for me was the, the tipping point was like, okay, I'm just going to keep making them. And for a while I was like, I'm going to make one a day. And then I was like, what if I made two a day and just tried that for a while and see how that goes. And then that skyrocketed my growth and for me, I just focus on what I teach is like these five pillars of my brand, which is, you know, I talk about coffee. I talk about Disney. I talk about, you know, LGBTQ plus issues. I talk about, you know, and, and if I constantly push through that lens, whatever audio I'm listening to, I can pretty much come up with an idea that is relatable to my brand. Wow. The, the thing that I find most people get stuck in when it comes to creating reels is they're thinking about adding value. They're always thinking, cause that's what people teach in marketing and social media. Oh, you got to add value. Right. And when you learn that like adding value, like there's value in feeling something there's value in crying and laughing. There's, there's, that's that. a, there is enough value. Like we go to the theater, we spend hundreds of dollars to go and feel something because we see so much value in, in experiencing emotion. And that's all a reel has to do. Hmm. You know, just connect. That's so just, true. Yeah. And I think that's where people get stuck is they think every single thing has to be educational or valuable, but there is value in just helping people see themselves through you. That's amazing to put it in that lens because What's, what works for me on TikTok is really um, informational, educational tips, hacks, driven content. My, my Instagram audience doesn't know me that way and they've been around for a long time. They know mm. me in a totally different way. So when I try to bring that content, they're like, why is he talking to me like that? Like he's my buddy that I buy jeans with and like talk about cute candles. And like, he's my buddy, like it, it, there's a disconnect there. So I find a little bit of rhythm with reels about talking about, you know, um, some of my successes with my business and exciting moments and milestones because it makes the followers feel like they're, they've been part of the journey back to your feelings thing. Um, but that's interesting to look at it that way. So are you still posting twice a day? 
on Reels? Yeah, even with... uh, You're like, no, I'm posting five a day. (laughs) Well, listen, and I probably would. If if I really wanted to grow right now, I would. Uh, Because honestly... Is it helping you grow? Yeah. I think Reels are... I think most people are afraid they're going to bombard people if they post too many Reels. But Reels kind of live in their own world. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... Because they do. I mean, they have their own feed, right? So yep. if the more you post reels, especially now that they have reels bonuses, um, you, you Wait, know, why, tell me about, I need you to talk to me about this because I think mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I always see the Instagram updates and the new tools and, oh, new available and this. And I kind of dismiss them because I'm toggling through a million different things. I'm like, great. They've added a new feature. I'll get to it. You know, and it's always about like rewarding creators. And I'm like, that's eh, never going to be worth it. You posted something the other day about reels monetization or reels bonus for those people who are have not dabbled in reels what is this and why do they need to look into it especially if you are a solopreneur i mean i'm always about creating multiple streams of income right and so if if they're gonna offer me money just like if you go live on instagram you can get badges right so go live and have people don't you know purchase badges when you go live it's not going to be anything that's going to pay your rent, but I have my personal account. I have Broadway husbands and I have my husband has an account and consistently for the last six months, we've made almost $2,000 between those three accounts just from Instagram reels. Come on. Yeah. Just from, from the plays, just from people watching our reels. Yeah. So the way it works is you have to have a creator account, of course, and yep. then you have to set up all the monetization in that the back Tools. end of Instagram. Yep. But then here's the thing that most people, and if you look at the comments on that reels that you're talking about, it's been it's been very controversial because people are like, "Well, I'm not I'm not monetized yet." And then I go look at their feed, and I'm like, "You make three reels a week, and they each have about 500 views. So yeah, Instagram's not going to invite you. But if you made." Totally two reels a day and a few of them hit over a hundred thousand, you know, you might get invited into the bonuses program, but that's just kind of how it is. It's invitation only, which people love some exclusivity as you know. So it's one of those things that, you know, I talk about because I think that most people are censoring themselves when it comes to making this content. And if you have an incentive, you might just fuck it and just start making more. You know, that was going to be my next question about the censoring themselves. So I know and I get this message a lot from fellow small business owners um, or entrepreneurs who or photographers or videographers who have spent a decade making a business on Instagram and whether it's taking beautiful product photos of their product or putting out their photography and they're just too freaked out to get in front of reels and feel Mm. like it's, uh, you know, degrading the credibility of the business or that they don't feel comfortable in front of the camera or that it's just too junior or it's a little too playful. What are your thoughts there? Like on someone who does have a little trepidation to get into a new format like that and feels a little vulnerable? Well, I, I, I would first say like, you're not really you're, you're, you're having resistance because you're not allowing your, like, that's a form of resistance totally. to me. I'm like, you're stuck because you liked the way things were and now yep. things are changing and you don't like it. And so you're resistant to it. And yep. the truth is like reels 
you there's so much opportunity and creativity available it doesn't all have to be lip syncs to the kim kardashian it doesn't all have to be literally like i, I people would love to watch an artist time lapse a canvas right people would love to watch a photographer time lapse an edit people yep. would love to hear that or at least like you don't even have to be on camera for that you yep. could just show us your journey tell a story I, the most successful reels that i have are the ones that tell a story and i think that's what people are missing in successfully creating reels is they will not have a beginning middle and end they'll just kind of share something yep and it takes me nowhere and it can be three seconds long it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be much but tell me like where you're coming from, where, why, how, and why I should care and what to do next. And anybody can do that. That's as simple as a reel has to be, no matter what it is you create. It's so true. Like even, you know, I, it depends on like what algorithm I'm on that day of real, like what they're serving to me, but like certain days it's like the super dreamy aesthetic of literally something as simple as like, a beautiful hand in sunlight making a beautiful coffee and then it's someone waking up and then it's something else and it's two seconds long it's three seconds long but it's got insane amount of views and it's got a start a middle and end and it makes me feel a certain way it's an experience and that's all yeah. you have to do as an artist is create an experience um and so i think that reels are it's, it's intimidating to people because it is video and there's like editing process required or, and I think most people think they have to be on camera, which is bullshit. You don't, um, you totally so don't. You don't. I, I, there's accounts where I, I mean, look, I always think of, um, Amy Sedaris's account, right? I, you uh, never not, see Amy Sedaris on her account ever, but no, she ever has like 3 million followers and it's always hilarious. I love your references of the artists too. Like there's so many people I follow that make, um, I don't know, pottery, for example, or do really interesting things with building and making that give you that like ASMR -y, uh, retention as a viewer, but also get to show their business and show maybe the back end. Or, or there's even someone I follow who just does reels of packing orders for their small business and it mesmerizes me. And I watch it on, and like the amount of uh, plays is what drives the engagement of the video. And I watch them on loop. Right. I love it. Oh yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Now there's a trend right, right now. I think that, oh, I have a hack for you on reels too. Um, remind me to tell you, but um, okay. right now there's a trend where if you do a one second reel, that's literally a text, let's say it's a tweet or, uh, you know, I, I tested this out one second reel because of the loop will get you more views, which will drive your, your drive, your traffic up. And right now that's proving to like really get more views. But I was going to say the reels feed, this is a little, mm -hmm. little thing I've learned. If I'm scrolling through the reels feed and I'm like hearing the same audio over and over again, first off, that means if you, ha you should use that audio to make something because it's, tr it's trending. It's and trending, if, you, right. if you make something out of it, you'll probably latch onto that. Um, trend. But if I've already made it, which most of the time, if it's trending, I've already done it. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. But You're so ahead. I love so it. Bougie. Anyway, so I'll, 
if you close out of the app, you know, like swipe up and out of the app, come back into the Instagram app and then go back to the reels feed, you'll have a completely different feed. And most mm. of the time they're audios that you've not heard before or that are trending. Oh my God, I'm going to do that because I, I often find myself, I'm like, wow, I'm re- they really have me in a rut. Like they want me to see pretty blonde girl in leather pants A through Z today. Like I am seeing all of it out here. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Close out of the app. Okay. That's a really, really good tip. Um, how are you treating the other services of Instagram when it comes to your personal brand? Like not video, like still and live and stories. Do you still treat in feed with care as you did five years ago, or is it really about video for you? I think I, I at this point, I still do an in feed post. I almost always do a carousel. It's never like a single image. I go yeah. live once a week, something I've always done. And then I, um, but reels, man, I do two reels a day. I, it's like wow. my breakfast and dinner. And, and then for lunch, I put something in my feed that anything in my feed, and I'm sure everyone is noticing this, just does not do as well as a reel. It just doesn't. It doesn't. I was at Instagram with a friend of mine who works at Instagram, and we were talking about this. And there's a discoverability issue there. People not discovering that, people not seeing it. It's, I feel you. It's also like the proof is in the pudding, right? The reach and the views and the exposure and the discoverability is in reels. If you want to be seen, hang out in reels, do more reels. And I would, would you, would you recommend, and I, I finally, I find I get inspired by this where I just go to the reels tab and spend some time consuming to see what's happening there. Yeah. So I, I, that's exactly what I do. I go through when I have time and just listen to audio and save those audios to a folder on Instagram. And then when I have the face and the lighting, I will just batch shoot. I will batch shoot a bunch of reels. Sometimes I won't even know what it's about. I'm just like, I like the audio, so I'm going to make it. And then eventually when I feel like posting it, I'll think about what feels relevant in that moment and I'll, caption it for that. So really just batching and having them there so that you never run out is essential. But yeah, I mean, that's the best thing. You got to consume a little bit. Just don't get too, I always say to, especially the new people, if, if you're gonna open the app, you need to create more than you consume. So if you're going to consume, that means you got to at least create something, whether it's a story, whether it's a reel, and uh, before you close the app. Oh my God. I love that pointer. You are a world of knowledge when it comes to Instagram. And I have to be honest, you're reigniting my, you know, I have a, I have a, an interesting relationship with Instagram. Certain days I'm like, you're not rewarding me. I'm not going to reward you. And then certain days I go on TikTok. I'm like, this is the happiest place on earth. I'm going to stay here. Right. (laughs) Um, But I really love your, your take on it because it's where we both found our voice on social media. um, And it is a great, That's obviously the OG tool, right? Before we wrap up, let's take a quick break. You've heard me talk about my brand, Preston Conrad Home, and if you've ever wanted to grab something from my luxury home fragrance collection, today is your day. I wanna hook you guys up with 10% off of any single item on PrestonConradHome.com. That's one of our luxury candles or our new hand wash. Use the code BRANDME. That's PrestonConradHome.com. Offer code brand me. When you started your brand, do you have any moments that live 
rent-free in your head of the of the process of getting yourself up and running as a personal brand that are just great either learnings moments or cherishable moments that you'd want to share? Oh, gosh. I mean, really, for me, it all comes back to people. I just, I love, I, I think I'm curious. I've always been very curious about people. I I like people generally. Not, yeah. You know, I believe yeah. in the best parts of people, let's say. Yeah. Um, and I think that the gift of growing a brand and social media is, is being able to really find people. And so I would say like when I first started just growing an email list and doing an email newsletter, I remember thinking similar to what we were talking about on your podcast, on my podcast with your interview about like, who the fuck do I think I am sending out an email telling people, you know, I'm opening in this show or I'm doing this. Um, until I did it for a few months and I show up at an audition for a casting director who was on my email list, but hadn't seen me for years. And they're like, I saw that you ate at this restaurant. I saw that you did this and that. And they were like, they knew, they knew about me mm. without me ever having to contact them because they were, because everything I was doing was paying off. And I remember thinking, this is really cool. Like, People know me, or at least they feel they know me, and yeah. um, and it's paying off. And just those little moments, or even somebody just being on the street, like now with Stephen and I, we go places and people go, "Oh my God, Broadway husbands! Oh my God, are you going to do some fun dance? Are you going to like? Best. You know what I mean?" And it's just such a great feeling to to know that they're not like, "Ugh, Broadway husbands," you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't that feel so nice? It does. It's like the hard work pays off. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it really does. How can everybody find you on the socials and um, get into your world of personal brand coaching, look at your map, download the map, all the fun things? Yeah. All, well, I have a bunch of free resources on my website if you go to brettshuford.com, uh, including the Imposter to Influencer map and some other really cool things. Uh, and then, of course, Broadway Husbands, we're sharing about our journey as new dads. And Congratulations. Thank you. Um, we're having a lot of fun really coming up with ideas and just not trying to exploit our son, but it's super, <laughs> you know, but it's super fun to like think of ways to be creative now that we have yeah. this third third member of our family, you know. Oh my god, what an exciting time for your personal yeah. brand, for your personal life. How yeah. old is he? He's eight weeks. Oh my god, you have a fresh baby. He's fresh. He's cute as all hell. Oh my though. god, that's beyond. <laughs> I'm so happy for you guys. You <laughs> have to you. tell your man I said hi. I um, and thank you so much for joining me on my pod. It was a pleasure to be on yours, and I'm glad we finally got to spend some FaceTime. For more on the show, you can find us on Instagram at BrandMePodcast or at Preston Conrad. Be sure, of course, to rate, review, and subscribe and share on social. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next week.